Welcome to the Bear Down Podcast special episode for today, uh, joined via Zoom remotely all the way in Fuenlabrada, Spain, the all-time winningest cat in Arizona basketball history, Dusan Ristis. Dusan, great to have you here. Hey, what's up, Matt? Uh, it's a pleasure to be a part of your podcast. So thanks for the invite. Hey, thanks for being our first, uh, our first Zoom-in one from distance. We'd love to have you here in Tucson, Tucson, but you're uh, you're doing your thing in Spain, and and that's why that's why you're joining us here. And uh, as I mentioned before, you're in Fuenlabrada, Spain, playing in the Spanish ACB League, uh, and you're and you're playing for a team right in the middle of Spain. What's that What's that been like uh, playing in Spain so far? Yeah, the the Fuenlabrada is the part of Madrid, actually. So it's a it's a small town, you know, approximately 20, 25 minutes from right from from Madrid. And uh, you know we're competing at the, at the highest uh, highest level basketball in Spain, and uh, you know we we started our season two months ago, and it's been a it's been a great experience for me, you know just being in Spain, uh, getting to to you know know the the, the culture and the people, and everything is uh, is amazing here, and you know I'm just happy and excited to be a part of of, uh, of this team, and uh, of this league, of course, you know many. Uh, many people say that the Spanish league is uh, is the second best league in the world after after the NBA. So uh, you know it's a, it's a really uh, uh, a great thing to to be here and compete at this level. So you're in the ACB now, Dusan. But when you first graduated from from Arizona and you moved on to your professional career, you had a couple of different stops in different leagues: Adriatic League. Uh, you played in, in, for a team in Kazakhstan. What has that whole international experience been like so far for you since you left Tucson? Yeah, so like you said, my, my first team, my first, my first professional team after Arizona was uh, Red Star, in my home, home country, Serbia. Uh, that's where I decided to, to start my professional career. Uh, that's, the, that's the club where I actually grew up in, where I started my, uh, playing basketball for. And that's where the club where I played prior to coming to Arizona. So uh, my first professional year, I spent there. You know, I was a part of a really good team. We had a really successful year that year. Uh, we, went, we won uh, three championships that year. Uh, uh, as a rookie, you know, I, uh, I, was, uh, I had a lot of good uh, uh, players on my team, so I wasn't playing a lot of minutes. You know, I was playing around 10 minutes per game. So for the, my uh, second year, I've decided to you know, change the team and go to a team where I'm going to have a, a bigger role. So my second team, my second year was uh, in a Russian VTB league. Uh, so I played for the team from actually Kazakhstan because the, the VTB league is a kind of regional league. Uh, teams from a couple of countries uh, compete there. So uh, that year I spent in uh, Astana, a team called Astana from, from the same city, from the uh, capital of Kazakhstan. Today, uh, uh, two years ago, the city was called Astana and then they changed the name to uh, Nur Sultan. That's how they call it now. So, uh, and I had a great year there. I was one of the best players in the league. Uh, I, I was leading the league in rebounds and uh, that, was, that was a great year for, for, you know, for my uh, development. So uh, after the year, uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to finish the season because of the Corona pandemic. Uh, so uh, we finished the season early. I think that was March uh, 10th when we, when we finished the season. So, um, then uh, I spent the summer you know, working out and training in Serbia. And then my third uh, season after, after Arizona, I spent uh, six months in Italy. 
I played for the team from from a city called Brescia, and Brescia is uh, how how to describe uh, one hour away from from Milan. So I was uh, I was in a really nice uh, nice area. Uh, really had a great time there. I played a Italian championship as well as as Euro Cup. And Euro Cup is a uh, for you know, for some people from from the states that don't fo- don't follow the, the European basketball, it's almost like a soccer competition. In soccer, you have a Champions League and then uh, Europe League. So uh, that's the Euro Cup is the second basketball league that uh, that has teams from from the from the best best teams from from all the European countries. So that was also a pretty pretty high level league where I, where I competed. And uh, after the year, uh, I finished the season in Russia. I play. I came back again to the VTB league, and I played for the team Aftodor from the city named uh, Saratov, which is you know pretty 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 close to to Moscow. So uh, I also so I finished the season there. Uh, that was the end of my third professional year, and uh, now this is my fourth year playing in Spain. You know, after college, one of my goals was to you know get to the ACB league and play play here because, uh, like I said, it's. This you know the second league uh, after the NBA, the second best league after the NBA. So you know, finally that th- uh, I achieved that goal, and uh, I just started playing for for the team for Labrada. And this is my this is my first year in Spain, and uh, you know, like I said, I'm I'm very excited about it. So you've played in a number of the top leagues throughout Europe. Have you noticed just a difference in style of play from league to league, or just in general from the college game that you came from to the European style. I, I feel like when you're when you've played in a couple of these top leagues and top different countries, the style of play is probably maybe a little bit different. Yeah, you're right. Uh, each league has some some uh, unique things. Uh, for example, when I played in a Adriatic league, uh, in uh, Adriatic league is the league that has teams uh, from uh, from Slovenia, uh, Serbia, Montenegro, Croatia, and Bosnia. So uh, the style there is pretty tough and it's pretty physical. Um, you know, uh, the refs, they, they don't call a lot of fouls. So you have to learn how to play physical. But also at the same time, it's a slow paced league. You know, the, the teams, they play, you know, uh, the full uh, 24 seconds uh, offenses. They don't really, uh, I mean, not all the teams, but the majority of the teams, they're trying to you know, play the, 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 slower, the slower game, you know, to outsmart the opponents. So then my second league was the VTB league, which is, I would say, right after the, the Spanish league, quality-wise. And that, that league is also physical, but uh, at the same time, it's, it's much faster because uh, each team has six foreigners. And most of the time, those foreigners come from the States. So it's, uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty similar to the, to the American style of basketball. And then ACB league uh, here in Spain is... Uh, it's probably a combination of all those things that I just mentioned. You know, it's uh, it's pretty fast, physical. Uh, uh, teams are really smart. The coach, the coaches really uh, pay a lot of attention to the team tactic. You know, in uh, X and O's, uh, and uh, you have to really uh, be able to to think about basketball, think about a game. You know, to, to play here because it's not only uh, you know about who's the you know, best physically ready team, but the, the team that you know knows how to play together. And that's why, you know, that's what actually makes the ACB League unique. We've seen it in the American style of basketball, both collegiately and then in the NBA. 
of big men like yourself, seven footers, the increasing demand and need for them to be face up and to be able to shoot threes. Is that still uh, an ask of, of post players and big men like yourself in, in the leagues you've played in Europe? Uh, you can definitely see that uh, trend of, of, of a modern basketball, but also uh, here in Europe, generally speaking in Europe, uh, teams are still keeping that uh, you know, old school uh, type of basketball where they use uh, fives and sometimes even fours as a low post players. So they, they play a lot of, uh, they use a lot of low post actions. And uh, uh, it, I would say it's a combination of a modern basketball and old school. So, uh, and again, you know, all the teams are different. You have some teams that play, you know, run and gun, shoot a lot of threes and, uh, and um, you know, finish their offenses in the first 10 seconds. And then you have some teams that are, that are you know, slow paced. They play smart. They, they play, through their bigs, um, and like I said, uh, all the teams are different. But generally speaking, uh, it's a combination of both. Are you still shooting threes now, or or have you have you been more on the block since since you left Tucson? I'm, I mean, I'm trying to do what the coaches ask me to do, you know. But also, um, uh, this year in Spain, the coaches, I mean, our head coach, he gave me the the green light to shoot threes. So uh, I would say, I mean, I use uh, mid-range shots a lot, you know, ever since I, even in, in, uh, in Arizona, I was uh, using those, those shots a lot, but here in Europe especially, because the game is, is more physical, so it's not easy to play in the low post. You know, players here, they can use elbows, they can use knees, everything. The refs, <laughs> the refs won't call a lot of fouls, so that's why I had to adjust my game. So, so I would say now I play a little, maybe more on the perimeter, you know, shooting from the outside. And this year, you know, also I'm, I'm, uh, I'm allowed to take threes and I'm shooting, I'm not shooting a lot of threes. Um, I'm trying to, you know, keep the percentage high, but uh, right now I'm somewhere around 50%, which is, which is good, but I'm not, I'm not taking a lot of threes. I'm taking like one, 1.5 threes per game. So when you were here at Arizona, when you've made the three or a long two, we had the Doosan celebration on the make. Is that still in the repertoire for you? Well, my, my first year in Red Star in Serbia, uh, I remember when I made the first the first three point shot after I left Arizona, and then for a split of a second I thought about you know should I make this, the 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 triangle sign again, but at that, at that moment it just didn't feel right you know I just uh, I didn't feel it you know, and uh, then I decided to to you know keep it as a as a part of my Arizona legacy you know and I'm never I'm never using it again, um, and like I said it just doesn't feel the same you know. Yeah. It brings brings back some some different memories. So I just wanted to, you know, leave it leave it in retirement. So speaking of that Arizona legacy and and that that you left that there in Tucson, the 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 triangle celebration on threes. Um, I would say your Mikhail farewell on senior day, your last game, Mikhail, was about as iconic as they come. Uh, for those who may not remember, and I'll refresh it for you, Dusan, because it's been a few years. It was a home game versus Cal, and you were at the free throw line when they subbed you out for your curtain call. You, I think you made the free throw. As you came out, the lifting of the jersey to reveal the undershirt, and 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 Dusan, remember what the undershirt said? It had two sides. Had two sides to it, right? Yeah. The front was. The front, the front said, Tucson loves Tucson, right? Are you asking me or are you? Yeah, I'm asking you. I'm in. Hey, I'm, I'm, no, yeah. I remember. I remember. The, yep. the, front, the front says, uh, uh, Dushan loves Tucson. 
And then on the back, uh, Tucson, thank you. Tucson, thank you. What, what, what gave you that idea? And what was the, what was the, what was the process? Oh, sorry, of that? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. It says Arizona, thank you. Arizona, thank you. Where did you get that idea for? I mean, I mean, I know you wanted to, you had four great years here, but that was, uh, that was one of the more original send-offs. Where, where did you get that idea from? I mean, at that time, I just wanted to, you know, find a way how to say thank you to all the fans, you know, the, that supported me the, the whole four years that I was playing for Arizona. And then uh, I remember I was talking, I was talking to you. Uh, I think J-Rock was there. Briggs was there too. And we were talking about it. And then I brought up the, the TJ's uh, last, uh, you know, kissing the floor moment. Yep. And I, thought, I thought about it for a second, but then told myself uh, it's not really uh, original, you know. So I tried to think about something unique. And then uh, I just, you know, thought about, you know, how about I write, write something on my, on my shirt. So initially I wanted to write with, with a pen, you know, with a marker. But then Briggs said, hey, I can, I can make, make it work better for you. And then he did the rest of the job. So um, it's, not, it's not only my, my work. Briggs, Briggs was, was there to help me. And you and J-Rock also gave me a, a good advice. So you know, all of you guys helped me to think about it. And I think it turned out pretty well in the end. You know, and, and I was happy how, how I, um, how I uh, you know, said thank you to all the, all the people in the, in the kill. It was quite it was quite the send off for sure, Dusan, but it, it was, uh, I think, appropriate and iconic for the career you had, uh, what the city of Tucson, University of Arizona meant to you, but what you and your four years meant to everybody in, in McHale as well. And you played alongside some of the all time greats in program history. You can rattle off the NBA guys, uh, some of the college record holders, uh, some of the big time players at Arizona. Dusan Ristich, you know, alongside Lowry Markin and DeAndre and TJ McConnell, the list goes on. What were some of your your favorite moments with your those teammates, or just some of the some of the parts you you look back at now and, and make you smile the hardest of your time in, in Arizona? Yeah, like you said, uh, you know, I had, I've had a you know a privilege to play with a lot of great players. In my four years, you know, every year we had a, we had a, a great group of guys, really talented players that are. Uh, playing, you know, in the NBA right now, you know, some of them are, are in Europe or in, in, in other in other uh, other continents, playing, you know, around the globe. Uh, and we had a lot of great memories, you know, just winning uh, Pac-12 championships, uh, winning the Pac-12 uh, tournament championships. Uh, and it's really hard for me to think about, you know, some you know specific moment with them. I would just say, uh, from this perspective, you know, all those four years spending with them, competing with the best players. In the in the nation, um, and, and and being their teammate was a was a great experience for me, and I'm I'm super grateful for that. And I also had a chance to learn from the best as well, you know. And uh, I think overall that made me a better player and a better person as well. You know, I learned I learned how to you know uh, 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 be a teammate with with many different personalities, many different uh, uh, players. And all those experiences helped me later on in my career here in Europe. So I'm really grateful for, for, for everything that I learned in Arizona. Now you play in some great environments, I know, in the ACB and the Adriatic League. Um, but McHale was obviously a special environment as well. I know you talked at length about when you were here, how much you enjoyed it, how much, how much you know, it, it uh, empowered you, I think was one of the words you used of, you know, it made you want to play better, made you want to play your best for the, 
14,000 screaming fans. What's the one part or a part of it you missed the most about playing in McHale? Again, tough questions, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really name one thing, you know, but I will, I will try to you know, be uh, more you know, specific, specific, as specific as possible. Uh, it's really hard. I would say only playing in Serbia, I had the same feeling, you know, as when I played McHale in terms of the fans, you know. But as you know, I told you many times, the fans in Serbia are, you know, uh, are great, you know, border, borderline crazy. <laughs> and the atmosphere, the atmosphere in games is also amazing, but I've never, never experienced anything uh, before, like what I experienced in the Kiel Center. Uh, and I would say just the whole process to, to, you know, going to games, you know, going from classes to the, you know, pregame shootarounds, then uh, eating pregame meal with everybody uh, on, the, on the team, Hang out with the with the teammates before the game, just you know, warming up, feeling the the people coming in the arena, uh, and just the the whole process of of getting ready for the game was so special for me. And then obviously when when we you know actually uh, started playing games, just the the support from the fans was was amazing. And, and it's really hard to experience anything like that after after college after Arizona. Um, but uh, like I said, it, it's really hard for me just to say one, one, one thing, you know, just I would say the combination of things that, that I felt during those uh, games that, that I played in the Kiel Center. What about just life on campus or living in Tucson? I'm sure the weather, uh, you missed that, but any, anything else from your, from your time living out here in, in the old Pueblo? Yeah, a lot of things, you know, playing in, playing in Arizona in Tucson is, is, is a great, great thing for, for, for all the, any player, you know, that plays there. First of all, like you said, the weather is great, you know, when you wake up, uh, when you see the sun outside, it just, uh, it's an amazing, uh, I would say a lot of, uh, when I was there, I don't want to say I didn't appreciate it, but I wasn't, I wasn't aware that, uh, that, um, if you live in some different environment with like a lot of cloudy days, uh, it's completely different, you know. So the weather was amazing. Uh, also, the, de the desert landscape was amazing. I, I love the desert and uh, all the mountains surrounding the, the, the city. It was just, um, you know, because obviously in, in Serbia, we don't have that type of, we don't have deserts, you know. And so before I came to Arizona, I only saw those sceneries in movies, you know, so that uh, that, that's why the, the, I, had, I had such a special feeling when I lived in Tucson. And uh, also the university, you know, I, I miss, uh, you know, the, the, the university, the whole, uh, the whole uh, staff that was there just to help, uh, help me, you know, grow as a player and also as a person and a, and a student. Um, and also, the, uh, I would say the, the, the thing that I miss the most are the people actually, you know, because the, the people in Tucson, are the ones who who made the, my experience there special, and uh, they are the, the reason why I felt like I was I was home. You know, I I always like to say that Tucson is my second home, but when I was in Tucson, I I, I feel like I felt like I was I was actually born and raised in Tucson. I didn't feel like I was a foreigner, and uh, that's that's uh, that, that 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 goes to you know all the people in Tucson that made. Uh, made me feel that way and I think I, I, I miss, miss that part uh, the most. Now I can point to one thing specifically that I know you miss and it's a, a common question you get, a common topic when it comes around Arizona basketball, Pac-12 basketball, basketball in general, but uh, a guy you became close friends with 
and one of the all-time greats, Bill Walton, still sings your praises, uh, still the biggest champion of, of the Conference of Champions. Um, but I think what most people, and I know you and I went through this kind of education process with them about uh, he's the beacon of positivity on the air, but as far as big men in the history of the game of basketball, one of the greats, uh, you know, thinking back to your time, talking to him, watching his highlights, you know, what is, what is, what is your biggest takeaway now that you're removed from, uh, from the great Bill Walton? Yeah, Bill is great. You know, first of all, he's, he's a great person and, and I learned so much you know, from him. I remember my, my first year as a freshman, uh, you weren't there. Uh, we weren't there, so we had a different uh, SID. I forgot his name. I'm sorry for that. You know, maybe you remember his name. Corey. Corey, exactly. Corey. Yep. So Corey came up to me. It was a shoot around before, before some game. Uh, Corey came up to me and then he told me, hey, listen, uh, over there, there's uh, Bill Walton. You know, he's a Hall of Fame. And he started explaining to me who Bill Walton is. And I told him, wait a second, I know who Bill is. You know, he's a, he's a legend. You know, we have a huge respect for him in Serbia. You know, all the basketball people in Serbia have a huge respect for him. And uh, uh, the first practice, he uh, Corey told me, "Hey, uh, could you give me? Could you give us a f- uh, five minutes just to talk to Bill? He has a couple of questions for you." And I was like, "Of course!" And I was I was so happy. And I remember Bill asked me about some, some really basic questions about my family. You know, I thought we, we were going to talk about basketball, but he actually asked me about Novi Sad, you know, my hometown. He asked me about the name of the rivers around Novi Sad and the mountains <laughs> and the geographical location of Novi Sad. So he really wanted to, and also he asked me questions about my family as well. So he, he wanted to know more uh, about me as a person, you know. So he showed me the first day he, that he really cared about me as a person first and then as a basketball player. And obviously, you know, as, uh, as I kept playing for, for Arizona, as I got used to, to know uh, Bill Moore, uh, you know, he's uh, just a unique mind, you know, uh, uh, he was a great player in the back in the day. He even uh, gave me a lot of advices, you know, to, uh, how to, how to uh, make some specific, you know, low post moves, you know, how to uh, make, create my own routine, you know, before practices and, and small things like that. And, you know, I'm super grateful, you know, that I, that I uh, had a chance to meet Bill and, and you know, uh, be close with him in, in Arizona, um, and uh, and also uh, the la- I remember the last my last game. Uh, he wasn't there for my last game, right? But yeah. one of the last games uh, when when he was the uh, commentator for the game, uh, he wanted to to uh, it was a ESPN game, and he he wanted to do a little uh, story about me again. So we went over uh, we went over. Uh, you know, my family background, uh, my, you know, obviously Serbia and Novi Sad's history and everything like that. And he also wanted me to take a picture of my family and he put a picture on ESPN during the, during the game. So he did a really, uh, really nice thing, you know, about my life and my career in Arizona. And I'm, I'm uh, forever grateful for, for, for that. And, um, and yeah, please, when you have, a, when you see him, please tell him I said hello. You know, so. We'll do. Absolutely. Give him, give him your best. Now, uh, the current team, and I know Dusan, you, you keep tabs on on the Wildcats after you, after you graduated, and and I know you got a eight hour time difference from uh, from here in Tucson, but we do have some uh, some European cats, some Eastern European cats uh, from Lithuania, from Estonia, guys like you know Azulis Tubelis and and Kirk Lisa. 
Um, you know, what is what is have, what have, what have you seen from them? Knowing kind of they're from a general same part of the world you are, both as a player, um, but also tips for them or anything anything you can give them as far as you know transitioning and 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 being in, in their shoes uh, about you know what eight nine years ago when you first got to Arizona. Yeah, I try to follow, you know, Arizona basketball as, as much as possible. You know, sometimes when you guys play games, it's uh, super early in the morning here, so I don't, I, don't, I can't really wa watch those games. But, uh, you know, I follow the highlights and uh, statistics and everything, and uh, I think this year's team has a, has a huge potential. Uh, some of the guys, like you mentioned before, from Europe that played uh, on, uh, here in Arizona last year, I think all of them are really talented guys. You know, all of them competed uh, in uh, FIBA competitions, and I think that experience uh, helped them a lot. You know, adjust to to college basketball and, and American style of basketball as well. So I think they they, they all have a, a great potential to be really good players. You know, to make it to the NBA one day, and uh, I think they're at the right place. You know, they have everything they need in Arizona. You know, uh, the the best coaches in the country, um, the best uh, support system, uh, everything everything that will make them uh, complete players. So I don't really have any special advice for them because uh, when, you, uh, when you're in a program like in Arizona, all you have to do is uh, to you know, listen to the coaches and, and, uh, and people around, uh, people who actually care about you as, as a player and as a person. And uh, like I would say my, my example is, uh, is a testament of, 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 uh, of the fact that Arizona basketball makes uh, actually prepares uh, players for for professional basketball you know because in all my four years in, in Arizona I uh, improved each year you know I improved my body my my, my game uh, my understand understanding of the game as well so uh, I believe they're in the right place and they just need to work hard and uh, they're gonna achieve their goals and uh, also Arizona will uh, Will uh, win a lot of games if they, you know, if they play well. So I'm really excited about them. I'm excited about the whole team and the new coaching staff. Also, you know, know uh, Ryan Ryan Anderson is is a new member of the of the coaching yeah, staff. You're getting so, Ryan Anderson back as a GA now. Yeah, he was one of my best friends when I was in Arizona. So uh, uh, I'm really happy that he returned. You know, if he's if he's listening to this podcast, you know, what's up, Ryan? Uh, <laughs> miss you a lot, buddy. Hope you're doing well. Uh, and yeah, he's a, he's a great guy, and I'm sure he will also help the younger players with his experience, you know, because he he's seen a lot. Also, he played in, in Europe too, so he's gonna give them a lot of advices. But like I said, this team is really talented, and uh, I think the the future is bright. All right, Dusan. So I want I, I want to be uh, be go go back again, as it were, um, to your time here in, in Tucson. You were a big Netflix guy. I think uh, the stories out there how you actually. Uh, improved and learned your English better through watching Netflix with subtitles, and that was something you did. Breaking Bad, one of your favorite shows. Are we still on the Netflix? What are we? What are we watching recently? Are you still? What are we? What are we binge watching or streaming now uh, from in, from the iPad of uh, Deuce on Ristich? I'm still on Netflix, but not as, as as much as I was in Arizona. You know, I had, like I don't have a lot of free time. You know, because we uh, we're traveling a lot. We have two practices per day and uh, a lot of games. But my free time, you know, I like to, to watch TV shows mostly. You know, I don't really, I don't really watch a lot of movies recently, but uh, I have a couple of recommendations for you. Okay, uh, what do you got? These are like more, I would say, uh, 
not really uh, popular shows, but uh, they're going under the radar. Okay. I don't know, I don't know if you heard of a, it's a Scandinavian show actually. It's called The Chestnut Man. I haven't heard of that one. It's a, it's a new show. It's on, it's on Netflix and uh, came out a couple of weeks ago. And I finished it uh, finished it last week, and it's pretty good. It's a it's a crime drama, like murder mystery type of show. Okay. And it's really good. Uh, they're speaking a foreign language, but uh, but it's a really interesting show. It's 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 uh, definitely my recommendation for you because I know what kind of shows you like. <laughs> um, what else? I'm also I'm waiting for some. Uh, for new seasons, for a couple of shows, there's yep. uh, the Money Heist one. Money Heist, yep, yep. Money Heist, yeah. I don't know if you heard. I don't know if you. Yeah, I've, I've watched that. I'm all caught up on that one. Perfect, perfect. Well, that, that's. Uh, I'm waiting for a new season now. So actually, uh, because uh, some some scenes were shot in Madrid. Yeah. So I actually went to the the main locations of the of the, <laughs> the main. You know, remember the the main bank from the first yeah. season. I went there and I've seen that area, and I rem- I remember the the time where we went to the uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, uh, we went to Walter White's Heisenberg, house. In, uh, yeah, that was super fun, and, and that was actually your uh, uh, your idea, and uh, and uh, and I was it was an, actually an awesome awesome experience, you know, to to be there. Uh, so what else? Mm, I'm, I'm trying those, to those are two good ones dude so I'm, I'm with you on those i'll 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 you, you, probably, you, you heard you heard of the i mean everybody i'm sure everybody's seen that one the, the squid games the new games yeah that's very popular here i just i just finished very, that well. i mean uh it's definitely something different it's something yeah. unique i'm not a i'm not i'm not a great fan of that show but it's it's, it's uh, different yeah it's different and i would i would definitely recommend it to 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 people if they don't you know have anything to watch and uh, yeah, those are the, the top three shows that I would recommend. All right, so there's our Dusan Ristich, three recommendations on Netflix. Uh, Dusan, question for you. Any plans to come back to Tucson anytime soon? I know I know it's tough with your schedule, but uh, any return trip out here to the desert plan? Yeah, definitely. Uh, my first year, I couldn't come because our season was super long. It was uh, only had one month. So the season was almost 11 months long, my first year. So uh, I couldn't find any free time to, to come after my first year. Then uh, the second year in Europe, the, the corona pandemic happened. And uh, uh, the second year wasn't obviously uh, possible. Then last year I tried to come, but again, uh, I felt it wasn't the right time because of the, you know, the restrictions and, and uh, travel problems. But uh, for the next summer, I'm planning to come 99, 99.9%. So uh, I hope, I hope uh, I will make the trip. I don't want to say 100% because it's, uh, if I learn one thing now during this pandemic is you can't plan anything long-term, but uh, I'm definitely trying to, you know, to visit Tucson and all of my friends and and, uh, and uh, people in Arizona. So I hope they will, uh, they will happen this, this summer of 2022. Well, we'll look forward to it whenever you get back here at Tucson. Um, we know you got uh, your season underway over there in, in, uh, in central Spain in the ACB with Fuenlabrada. So I want to thank you, Dusan, for joining us here on the Bear Down podcast. Uh, great to see you again. Great to hear from you again uh, all the way out there uh, uh, in the Madrid area. Uh, best of luck to you this season. And uh, we look forward to seeing you back here in uh, Tucson whenever that happens to be. Thank you, Matt. You know, like I said, it, it was a pleasure to be a guest for your podcast and also I think this is uh, you're doing this great. Just you know, keep it up, and uh, 
I'm going to watch, you know, all of your episodes for sure. All right. Thanks, Dusan. We appreciate it. Bear down. Bear down. Go Cats.